0: Hi, this is DiCarlo, and you are tuned in to All Flavors Radio with Wimbo and Natural Lily on the Drive Time Show from 6 p.m. to 8. Don't live. You're listening to the Drive Time Show on allflavorsradio.com. Yeah! All
1: right! <laughs> I already know what giving up feels like. I want to see what happens if I don't.
2: You're a pleasant good evening. You sound a funkadelic. One nation, under a groove. So how are you all doing out there, all flavours land? I am Wimbo77. And I'm actually Lily. Good evening. Oh, you just made it, babe. Yeah. It's getting tough. It's really does, It's very hard when you're working and you've got to try and get back here in the studio. And you work the other side of London as well, like north south divide right yeah and i've literally just got my voice back because i've not really had a voice today oh i'm so sorry i'm sorry it's it's just sometimes how you feel ups and downs isn't it
3: yeah it's just i think you know you just bit when you get to that exhaustion point
2: you off tomorrow though yeah lovely
3: and it's school holiday i think other parents
2: don't look forward to the school holidays, but I really. Do. I love the school holidays. get time to get to know the kids more. Yeah, spend time.
3: we can tomorrow. We can just curl up in bed, yeah, for the first couple of hours,
2: and then we can get on with our day. Late nights and early mornings, right? Yes, awesome. And it was such a beautiful day in London today. Yeah, it really was. I don't know what the highs were, but um, very very hot. I keep hearing people say, "Oh, it's too hot," oh, you know. My. It's not too hot because we don't get this often. And at the moment, when it comes to travel, you know, it's... um you can't go anywhere. Exactly. You, to make the most of it. Exactly. I'm just going to shut this window. Yeah, so you can't, can't go anywhere, really. So if you've got the sunshine, I think the beaches were quite packed out over the, the start the weekend, end. yeah. Like yeah.
3: I remember a couple of months, weeks ago, we went to go to... Um, Camber Sands. Yeah. Beach. And we got there. It was a two hour drive. Wow. Got all the way there. And there was police block at the end of the road. So we thought, okay, we'll find another way. And we drove Mm. off and come back, drove off and come back, drove off and come back. And said, is there not another way to get to the beach? Because we couldn't find another route. No, it's closed. Oh, no. Why? Because there was too many people. Oh,
2: it's like, oh, oh my goodness! Two hours. Did all you find another part way? of the coast?
3: No, we couldn't. They had blocked it all off. They'd literally blocked it all off. So the one entry into that beach yeah. was blocked off, and then the next entry was like another hour and a half drive down down the Jeez. road. Wow. So we just we went and had something to eat mm. um on this little, almost like the side of the river, but the river was dried out. <laughs>
2: But it was fine. We enjoyed the drive. Well... We enjoyed the drive. Well, I w- was reading today about the um, COVID vaccine passports and that you're going to need one to get into a nightclub. So that means okay. that they're gunning for the young young people. Because they're the ones that are supposedly passing it around, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't hear them talking about COVID passport at World Cup. <laughs> or at football Maybe. matches. Mid year, and they done. They did do sixty
3: thousand hey, people. Come on, in Wembley,
2: and come obviously on. people at
3: Trafalgar Square yes. in Central London. Yeah, you yeah, can't control
2: yeah. that stuff. How? How?
3: One rule for one, and another rule for not another. Right. But apparently, our Boris is um, isolating at the moment because someone in there has gotten. He hasn't, but I think someone in the in there, yeah, wherever that is, um, <laughs> <laughs> tested
2: positive. So there's quite a few little people testing positive at the minute because... Yeah, theres That isn't. There, we're, we're going towards another wave. Uh, let's, let's just yeah. watch this space because, you know, we don't talk about the PC world oh, too much sorry. on this show. And um, there's so much more other important things to be really discussing. Mm. And that's the, lo- the one thing people have been talking about for the last year and a half. And it's just like, will it ever, ever end? Mm. Will it cease?
3: Yeah. I hope so. It's getting a bit. It, it's it's it's. Yeah, I'm just over it. So over it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. one of those things where you you can't help but talk like. You couldn't. We couldn't help but talk about the football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You Couldn't help but talk about it. You can't help but talk about COVID as much as we don't like Lady Rona. Yeah. We um, we're forced to be in her presence.
2: So, yeah, it's madness. Yeah. And the thing is. Uh, the, the world's just not, it's not the same world that we were in two years ago. It's a totally mm. different world that we're in now. We, I guess we just have to grasp it, but not feel that everything, mandatory actually means that you have a choice in these matters. And a lot of matters we do have choice because we are humans and we do have human rights. Mm. So if there are things that we feel uncomfortable about or that we don't want to be involved in, then we have every right to speak up about these things Mm. or to say no Mm. there's nothing wrong with saying no and And we've got
3: to remember as well that every every there's always change
2: yeah
3: as time passes there's always change what we are like now was is completely different to what it was 20 years ago 30 years ago so there's always change whether it's a forceful change Mm. that we're not we don't like or a subtle gradual change um the metamorphosis always has to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. So we just have to kind of sit back and see what is going to come of this. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, totally in agreement there. So our question for the day, Lily, is should parents be blamed for the crimes committed by their children? And so we touched on uh, the police policing and the age of... Cons- uh, at the age as to when a young person can be arrested mm-hmm. and the youngest youngest age was 10. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that we'd look into, perhaps, should parents be blamed for the crimes committed for, by their children? And we'll just kind of look a little bit more in depth about it. But our, our national day today, well, I think we're doing a national um, week, and um, but um, Happy Eid, Eid al... Is it Ada? Eid al Adha is Eid Mubarak. Is it Eid Mubarak Eid tonight? Mubarak. Yeah, so happy Eid to all of you Muslims out there, nation of Islam, and the, uh, is it the Muslims? Oh my goodness! Sorry, yes. I keep it hitting the microphone. I, you're very hot. It's hot upstairs, isn't hot, it? Yeah. Heat rises to the top. <laughs> so but the week that we'll be celebrating or uh, are highlighting is everybody deserves a massage week. You were talking about that last week, weren't you?
3: Oh, my goodness. I really, really, really need a deep massage. A deep tissue massage. Yeah. I've had a lot of... On the left side, I think maybe I'm sleeping funny, but really bad back pain Mm. and neck pain. Everyone needs a massage. I think you should get them every couple of months,
2: actually. Yeah. I've never had one. Oh, this lovely if it's done by the right person. Yeah. So I'm funny with people touching my body anyways. So um i had one fantastic really really good massage mm. uh, it's a fellow at Tottenham sports center actually okay and um deep tissue fantastic mm. just cuz it's a detoxifier as well yeah cuz you're breaking down all of if you got knots and stuff you're breaking down all of that um build up mm-hmm. and then relaxing the muscles and it goes back i mean as far as um say it's the history of it is that people from ancient cultures Mm -hmm. believed in the benefits of a good massage. Egyptian tombs have paintings on the walls of people getting a massage, as well as um, some of the earliest Chinese texts that are called the Yellow Emperor's Classic Books on Internal Medicine, and they date back as far as 2700 BC. Wow! But it makes sense, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it does. Because it's almost like if you're gonna cleanse the inside, yeah. I know it's to do with energy as well. It's the dispelling of energy. I've seen a lot of people when they give a massage, they they flick, they mm. massage and flick, um, and they say you should do it with um, what's it called? You no, know, the stones. Okay, the hot heat stones. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to draw out that like you were saying the toxins and stuff. But I thought it was interesting when you look at the timeline. Mm. Um, because it it's not just massage. A lot of people think that the massage therapy is just about the pressing of the muscles Mm. but it seems that here there's different forms of medicine when it comes to massage there's acupuncture, acupressure and herbology so that's massage then? Well, I don't think it's all massage but it all comes under that natural healing umbrella Mm. Um, and then the sorry the timeline if I can find it It was saying that the Egyptians pioneered reflexology. Okay. Um, And like you said, this was back in 2500 BC where they had paintings um, of ancient Egyptians Mm. practising massage as part of their medical tradition. So it is a natural healer, isn't it? Yeah. It is a natural healer. I'm one of those people that don't like to be talked to while I'm getting a
2: massage just want the silence yeah. and the nice um, scents from the oils that they use yeah. and the candles or the... I love the nice mellow music that yeah. they use in the background yeah. just to, to make you just get into the flow of things. You yeah. Know? That is lovely. And what they were saying as well around... Um, or since 3000 BC that the, there's records from... Th- massage therapy in india as well Mm. and um it's according to the sanskrit so the ayurveda sanskrit word that translates to life health or life science so there's a big science it looks like that goes behind the whole um idea of massage Mm -hmm. and i guess we've given it a name however you know when we just naturally, if we feel knotted up, we say, oh, just give us a rub there, or give us a rub mm-hmm. there, and we rub ourselves, don't we, sometimes? Mm-hmm. We could give ourselves that self-massage. So it's something that's actually quite natural.
3: Yeah, it, is, it would be natural, wouldn't it? And, yeah. Um, along with the herbal remedies and the pressure points and things like that.
2: Yeah. Um, yes, it's, it's there to heal. Absolutely. So it says everybody deserves a massage um, week that's it runs from the 18th till the 23rd of july so that's why we've um highlighted it and there's there are there's a whole history behind it as we've just touched on some of the history but what about the facts leash um yeah
3: um so fun facts about massage number one massages in roman times Julius Caesar would use massage to treat his epilepsy. Oh. He used a daily ritual that included him being pinched all over to prevent epileptic attacks. That's interesting. I don't know how successful that would be. That would be quite interesting, actually.
2: Epilepsy? Pinched all over? Because epilepsy, it's its an overload, isn't it?
3: No, it's it's um. You know, like the electrical... Well, there's different types of seizures, mm. but the electrical impulses in your brain, in your yeah. neurological system, um, they're disturbed. That's the best yeah. way I could describe it. <laughs>
2: they're off balance sort of thing. Um, it's quite interesting. I didn't that, even yeah. know that Julius Caesar had epilepsy for while. Neither did I. And um, so pinching, I guess pinching, I don't know. Never heard of that kind of um, massage. And number two, fun fact about um, massages is that meat cleaver massage in Taiwan. So Taiwanese people believe being tapped by the sharp end of a meat cleaver, which is rubbed with medicine, is a form of therapy and cure many, can cure many illnesses. Is, is
3: the sharp end penetrating the skin? No idea. With the medicine going into the body, because then, yeah, that would make sense. Unless it scrubs the
2: body as opposed to cuts oh, what, the like body. takes that bit of... Like a layer, this, you yeah. know. So you're still... You're kind of rubbing into the pores, but maybe not cutting. Yeah. And did you know that um, you can do this with nettles? Now, you what you do... Have you ever seen in a sauna where they get a bunch of nettles... And they beat a person on the back with it. I could never. The but thought of that makes me scared. What it does, because um, where are you? Is it your liver or your, um, your kidneys? Your kidneys are in the back. Right. So when you tap it with the nettle, it's meant to open the pores and release stress and energy. Yeah, or not, release the stress and mm-hmm. the toxins. But you do that with nettle leaves. And I've seen that Because nettle's good for you anyway. Yeah. It? It's good as yeah. um, to drink because when you tap the body, the 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 pins in the nettles, they they just disturb, isn't it? It's quite it's like mm-hmm. a sting, mm-hmm. and then it releases.
3: But then, wouldn't your back be really itchy afterwards, or do they wipe it with like the, the leaf afterwards? Well, they
2: don't because you're I guess you're it's like an exfoliant or it's your sweat will allow. Because so, they don't rub it with a dock leaf after. Dock leaf. Yeah, no, no. Hit, hit, dock leaf. But you hit it and then it just releases all the toxins out. So That's interesting. Yeah. Babies need massages.
3: I love baby massage. Now um it says a study showed low birth weight babies who received a massage had 45% weight gain over those who did not. Mm. Which is very interesting. I find that fact interesting. Um, but also, I found baby massage just helps to relax the baby. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's the the stress that may come with being a the stress that may come with being a a young um a, a new mother. Um, it soothes you as well. Just Ooh. sitting there, massaging the baby, putting the oils on, just having that you and bubba time. It calms the baby down, but it also can relieve a bit of your stress as well. Because it's a moment where you just take 10, 15 minutes out just to just
2: chill calm. Chill and relax. Yeah. And baby elephants as massage practitioners. So baby elephants, pachyderms, pachyderms, perform pressure massage for tourists at public beaches in Thailand. Now, I don't know if I'd want a baby elephant (laughs) standing on my back. I have seen this and I think it's crazy, but yeah. Wow. It must be a quite heavy touch, but it's quite flat. I don't know, because I've never been massaged by an elephant. <laughs> as well as another fun fact is massage feels so good for a reason. And there are approximately 5 million touch receptors in our skin, so 3,000 of these are in our fingertips.
3: So does that mean the person giving the massage, it's good for them?
2: Well, well not particularly, but maybe the receptors that are... I don't know, touch. Can anyone out there tell us, listeners, do you know a lot, on when it comes to massage and the benefits of it and why the 3,000 receptors in someone's fingers will help? Because normally you've got to shake off. Because when you yeah, massage, uh, yeah. you shake off that energy that's coming from the other person. Mm. Otherwise, you become all knotted up and tight and so yeah. forth. So I, I wonder what all that is about. But it is national, um, what, uh, let's have a massage week, or everybody deserves a massage week. And we know that mas- massage is therapeutic. Yeah. And there are health benefits towards math- massage as well. So, <laughs> <a> massage, sorry. <laughs> I have to put my teeth back in. And so there are benefits to it. And everyone deserves one too. Does anyone out there know of any good massage therapist or anyone that does massage? If you do, let us know. 07895. 134713 1, That's 134713 1, 1, so you were saying you wanted a mass. you needed a massage there, I do you? but
3: I need someone that I don't know to do it because I don't want to talk yeah. but the first thing to do in celebrate a massage week is to yes. pamper yourself with a
2: massage there you go so it says
3: this week splurge and book yourself an appointment with a massage therapist mm-hmm. as part of the celebration participating spas and massage therapists offer discounts oh didn't know that and special specials on various treatments throughout the week. Okay. Learn more about services in your local clinics and therapist's offer and take them up on it. If you've never been for a massage, take your time and ease into it. Ooh. See, I was going to get a deep tissue. Maybe that's not the greatest
2: idea. It does hurt. Deep t- tissue massage hurts. Does it? Yeah. But then you feel great afterwards. I don't want it to hurt. I don't have pain. Yeah, but what's the point then? You've got to feel some form of pressure to alleviate the pressure. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to feel the pressure to ease. How's a diamond made, Lily? I know. Pressure diamond in the rough. <laughs> pressure, pressure. So, yeah. I'll um, join. McKay says, uh, complementary therapy. Yes, please. So, it, so, okay. So, massage is a complementary therapy. Okay. Please and elaborate. What yeah. we do know is complimentary. It's something that's... It's it's something extra Onto from something all the other else. therapies that oh, you right, right, make. right, 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 yeah. right, And even the oils and all those kind of things that you use. That adds to the, yeah. to the experience. To the experience. And to how it alleviates the stress and so forth. Okay. The, you know, the pain that you may feel in the body, the toxins out. So, everybody deserves a massage yes we do we do so lily i'm going in on that we're speaking of today in history and you noticed at the top of the show we did play that one nation under a groove done by funkadelic and it's because it's george clinton i think it's his birthday he's known for his singing songs writing music and um, composing skills. In fact, he is the principal um, creator of P-Funk before launching into his solo career during the 80s. He's a mastermind behind the bands Funkadelic and Parliament. So, you know, you, you heard the song playing when you, you came in and everyone kind of knows that One Nation Under a Groove. I Do you recall remember, it? I can't remember the song. One called. Nation Under a Groove. Okay. You're going to have to play it for me again it. Yeah. But Knee Deep, you know Knee Deep, as well as Flashlight. Those are some of the... the I know songs. the songs, I don't yeah. know the names. Okay, well, Funkadelic, yeah. yes. Mind you, it says he was born on July 22nd, but it's the 20th today, isn't it? He, yes, it's the 20th, so oh, it's okay. he's, he's Earth Week. Earth Week, so we're going into the weeks that, this <laughs> week then. And he was um, born in Kannapolis. Where is that? Canapalis,
3: um, New Jersey. Okay. So oh no. He grew up in Plainfield, New Jersey and
2: then settled in Florida. I don't know where Canapalis is actually. Someone could let us know out there, listeners. Canapalis? I've never heard I've, heard I've heard of Minneapolis. Maybe it's the same. I'm not even going to
3: guess. I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> I don't know. But it said that during the time um Clinton worked in a barber salon in his teenage years, he formed the local a local band, The Parliament. Mm. And he was inspired by the renowned Frankie Lyman and the teenagers. As the years passed, he became the staff songwriter for Motown. Wow. I didn't know
2: that. That's interesting. interesting. Staff writer for Motown.
3: Makes sense, though. And that's, and that's when they bought form Funkadelic.
2: Yeah. Two great bands, Parliament and Funkadelic. Then I think he stood back from that. And then it was George Clinton. Okay. Do you know what he looks like? He's, he's quite outlandish and he's really out there. I'm, I'm going to Google him. But does
3: this say these bands... So, under Clinton's supervision, the bands were influenced by musical elements from several legendary artists and bands. Mm. Oh, and these included names like Sly, um, The Family Stone, Jimi Hendrix, Cream and James Brown. Wow. Yeah. And the sound, their
2: sound was very unique. Eclectic. Yes. I feel like it's an eclectic sound. Yeah, but it's funk. That's where funk was born. Okay. Yeah, so they, they had these other bands, but they, I think a lot of other bands around that time started playing like more funk
3: mm.
2: uh, music. And it says they explore different dimensions of the sounds from those uh, influences, the people that influence them and um yeah so lewisism and technology as well in their music because at that time i guess the synthesizer was born Mm. all these new different forms of technology came into play and they were able to utilize that in their music as well okay Mm. He looks very strange. He's he's outlandish. He's they stage wearing, like, shows.
3: Two pairs of sunglasses, some <laughs> colourful hair extensions. Yeah.
2: Like, their, wow. Their stage shows were something to be everyone wanted to go to Funkadelic or Parliament um mm. sh- show because they were just so outlandish. And they they used to smoke spliffs on the stage. Oh do my blo- do blo- You know when you put the, the spliff in your, your mouth and then you blow it back they yeah. used to do all this kind of stuff on stage wow. it, it was very controversial mm-hmm. the things that they used to do then they used to have these spaceships coming down out of space and way you know all that kind of stuff then. going on they were way ahead of their time oh, wow. it says that the, the 70s were dominated by diverse music of parliament and funkadelic with over 40 top chart singles as soon as his band gained spotlight And success, Clinton began to work on his solo career in the 80s. So he set his boys up and then he sorted himself out. That's very good. Yeah. It's very good. But look at that. Over 40 top chart singles. Mm. That is a feat within itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember, there's an album um, when I was a, a younger child... And it was, had a cyclops on it and all these giants. I do not know what album this cover was. I remember it was you white. talking about this before. And I've been searching, 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 searching for that album. I have no idea what the name of it was, but I'm sure it was Funkadelic, but it doesn't come up in their bibliography. Okay. But this album, I don't know who the band was. Or it was a funk band, mm. definitely a funk band, but it had a cyclops. They, they sang of cyclops, like a big giant with one eye on the front of his head. And it was a white album with lots of... It was almost like a cartoon, because it was double. You could open the album cover up. Mm -hmm. Because that was a thing. And
3: that was a a record cover. That was a um, vinyl.
2: Yeah. Because it was only vinyl back in the 70s. CD coming about the 80s, I think. Yeah, CDs coming like late late 80s.
3: Pardon? It wasn't tapes first.
2: Cassettes were before, or around the same time as vinyl. But vinyl was probably has been around longer than the cassette tape
3: i'm sure that cds are 90s because i predominantly remember
2: cassette tapes and then cds no definitely 80s what because youtube not youtube there used to be a program on channel four the tube i think it was called mm-hmm. And that's when they used to show different bands and all this stuff and they presented the CD. I think the CD probably come out around 83, no 82, way. 83, maybe, maybe 86. Yeah. It's been out longer than you, darling. The CD's older than, than, than you, Lily. But yeah, so their album covers were amazing, amazing. George Clinton... What what year did the CD come out? Nineteen eighty-two. Eighty-two. There you go. Wow. Yeah.
3: It's this just I new I, technology. I mainly remember cassette players, um, cassette tapes. I don't remember CDs. I only remember having CDs in secondary school and the end of secondary school, and then we had MP3 players. But obviously, MP3s were out before then. But yeah. I remember being that person that would we sit on, the walk, sit by the radio and press record. <laughs> And
2: then it was, and they just quickly take it out, turn it over and put it back in to record the other side. That's what I remember. I don't remember CDs. They took the fun out of bootlegging. <laughs> because now yeah, we can't, yeah, you, know, you can't do that it's now. It's very difficult. All the copyright laws and um, all this kind of stuff. But people used to go out and buy a CD. Whereas yeah. now, no one's buying any music. Or you buy subscriptions now, mm. as opposed to going. But it's not the same it's not. as having vinyl and putting that on a record player. And oh, it's it's amazing! Or having a CD and putting it in a CD. And that's player. why
3: I think that now, you know, before you had them long intro, Ding, dun, 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 and you knew <laughs> oh, okay, another song was coming by just the first three seconds. Now every single song in the beginning sounds the same, and mm. there is no intro we, because
2: you the youngsters Streaming. gen z gen z i'm not um, a gen z okay yeah. gen z they don't have patience no they don't when we had vinyl george clinton you would listen to a whole album mm. and the other side yeah because you couldn't just like on on a cd you could skip couldn't you to the yeah. next track yeah whereas on on vinyl you had to be very careful yeah. to lift the ne- <laughs> lift the needle up to get the next line of the next record Oh, and that was a beauty in it all. Oh, but I love fun. that sound as well of changing. You know when you just and then you put it on the. <laughs> no, that's when you scratch. the Obviously, you're scratching me. the
3: rest. But I like that sound. I like that.
2: So that was the greatness of um, of Funkadelic and mm. Parliament. You get those on vinyl, and the album covers. The art was amazing. Mm. The, you know, you you just buy it for the artwork, mm. and some of these albums are quite. Costly as well. Mm. Now they're, 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 um, Collectible, collectibles, they 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 collectibles definitely, and vinyl is coming back in as well. So look out, watch that space for, for vinyl. So from eighty two, Clinton took up music production, and yeah, he he's done some amazing, amazing things. And he's also ended up as far as to be in the hall, rock and roll hall of fame in nineteen ninety seven. So check check George Clinton out, and his amazing contribution to the music world. Yeah,
3: because he's, he's deemed to be one of the most sampled musicians ever. Yeah. Which is very interesting. It's... That means I've basically listened to many of his songs and don't
2: even realise yeah. it. There's a, there's a song that I'm going to play after, if, during the break mm-hmm. and you'll be shocked. Okay. Okay, so that's that's for you. I'm going to do that during the break. So, beautiful people, do stick around and... And we'll see y'all in five. Sounds of the OJs. That one's called the Backstabbers. There. Mm-hmm. And um, Lily, we got. You thought it was uh, the Angie Stone track initially, right?
3: Initially, I was waiting for Angie Stone to jump <laughs> in, but I've heard that song before. Um, Tarantino likes to use quite soulful music in his films. Yeah. And I'm sure I've heard that. It's either in Jackie Brown or one of the others.
2: Okay. But I've heard that track. So, so these, these, this music is timeless. It is. Hence played even that George um, Clinton, George Clinton, yeah, track. That um, it's just, it's, time, it's timeless. So we can hear someone doing some work next door, guys. <laughs> Please forgive me, I have no control over that. We're not in a soundproof studio. <laughs> So we hope it doesn't um, disturb us too much. So in line with that, we're we're looking at the word of the day, and that's attenuate. Yeah?
3: Which means to lessen the amount, force, magnitude or value of, to weaken. Attenuate. Make thinner or slender. So whilst I was... um
2: Attenuate, attenuate. Yes. To make thinner or slender consistency. I go to the gym to attenuate (laughs) my figure. (laughs) Okay. Or to become thin, fine or less. Is it to make thin or slender? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it means. Force and magnitude. Attenuate. It's like, yeah, should we look at some of the... the... It comes from the Latin...
3: Well, it's a combination of the Latin prefix ad meaning to or toward and tenus meaning thin. It's a pedigree that is in keeping with the English word's current meanings which all have to do with the literal or metaphorical thinning. So, you're literally making it thin or metaphorically speaking, I'm going to cut down my word count so I can Ooh. thin
2: out this paper sort of thing. That's it. Yeah, there we go. To make it a smaller. Paper. Yes. Most common in technical contexts, and implies a reduction or weakening of something. I want to reduce and weaken that sound outside, (laughs) physical or chemical means. (laughs) Attenuation. So, um, so how can we use it in a sentence? Fans who attend
3: double-A games this year will see a couple of new rules. During the first half of the season, all infielders must have their feet on the dirt when a pitch is thrown, attenuating the major defensive shifts that have become prevalent in baseball in recent years. I just have that. That made no sense to me. That <laughs> <laughs> made absolutely no sense to me.
2: <laughs> oh, the use of computers with their quiet keyboards in place of typewriters greatly attenuated the noise level in the... Okay, so it made the noise lesser. It lessened. By doing what? to The key... By making them... Do you remember you used to have those big... Oh, I prefer those keyboards. They're easier to use. I like the sound as well. But (coughs) could you imagine (coughs) if you're in an office of how many? Yeah, it's a bit much. Right. So you need to attenuate the noise by By lessening the keys. Yes. The noise level of the office went down. Yeah. So (laughs) attenuate, like we say, building your vocabulary every single day you can get a, a word for the day in your inbox every day to to grow our vocabulary it's quite funny that I, I was reading a book um <laughs> last week and I came across the word miasma and I knew exactly what it, it meant. meant and it was lovely to think oh my goodness so why do they use that word there and I understood what you the understood word the was meaning. and I didn't have to go and look it up so like it's, it. it's actually quite good to to expand our vocabulary and the word of a week today is to attenuate okay so moving on Lewis Hamilton
3: (laughs) Lewis Hamilton was racially abused online after a British Grand Prix win guys, he won he won so not like the whole football team (laughs) of 11 plus men that did not win the Euro Lewis Hamilton actually won the British Grand Prix and he is the only black driver in Formula One and he has been a vocal anti-racism advocate and he was racially abused for
2: what reason? I don't even know. And it's his eighth British Grand Prix victory. So it's like you can't win. If you (laughs) You lose on that side, you lose. (laughs) lose, 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 And if you win, you still lose, isn't it? I just thought I'd throw that in there because he has done something really great here—the eighth British Grand Prix victory. Like, and he—he he was um, in an accident, wasn't he?
3: Um, oh no! It says the seven-time seven-time world champion celebrated a record eighth British Grand Prix victory on Sunday at Silverstone Ooh. after fighting back from a ten-second penalty. For the first, for a first lap collision that ended up with the title rival, Max Verstappen in hospital. So his rival was in hospital because of this collision. Mm. Um, he actually got held back, like many of our young ten seconds. Commends.
2: Yeah, but he still and he still won. Beat them at the well. Is it the pole? Is it what do they call that? the finishing line? Pole. He still had pole position at the finishing line, and he come at his eighth win for Britain. But yet he was still called a monkey. I know. It's such a shame. They need to do stuff about this online abuse because it's not getting any easier and to be who we are in the public eye. And it's so sad because he is an advocate. Remember, we spoke on Lewis Hamilton last year, didn't mm. we, as regards to... Speaking out. Him speaking out. He wore the T-shirt, didn't he? Yeah. So and then got penalised for that. Yeah, we, we, we just can't win either way which well, is Miss, quite sad Mr Boris said
3: as per those hooligans last week or whenever it was um, that they would be banned from future games however my thing is how do you know that they don't just sign up as other people well they can do that as well so I'm then different. they're not banned from games because if they wanted to they'll, they will find a way to
2: get there I don't think they're that smart to be honest and i'm making this i'm not making an assumption here but it is my opinion <laughs> but i don't think they are <laughs> it's fact yeah because it, you've got to you've got to have a certain mindset or mind frame to be concentrating on what someone looks like over there to be concentrating on yourself mm. so just leave them where they are lewis hamilton we give you the biggest high five well done well done, Lewis. And keep up the good work, because at the end of the day, like, you've you've made history. Mm. And we see this. When we go back and look at um, the historical figures that we look at... you will be one of them. We see we see them all, that, that Andrew... Gr- was it Arthur Griffin? Yeah. The tennis player. And we've looked at Sojourner Truth. So many, so many people, even the um, Justice of Peace last week... Um, was his name Tol, Tolgarth was it i can 't remember his name, but so many beautiful people that have gone before, and i 'm sure he, he was fighting within the justice courts, wasn 't he? Yeah, overturning all these things as regards to the civil rights movement, and he 's done amazing in the fact, in changing legislation and law, so keep on going. beautiful three lions, because they are from Africa, <laughs> so they said so they should have had three pigeons on the shirt.
3: That's what I loved about that. It was the fact that someone... It was another footballer, actually. I think he's another footballer. And he said, you realise that the three lions
2: are also from Africa. Absolutely.
3: But there was a lot of backlash, though, not just from black people, about the racism that these young men received. And I'm not going to lie, it was nice to see it. It was nice to see so many people because that is... What the Euros were supposed to do, bring everybody together. Mm. And in that split, split second, whereby the nastiness of the, the few, but Which is the minority,
2: view, yeah, um, things will change because they are going through Parliament to um, ch- hopefully change this whole online abuse thing. I don't think it's going to make a difference. People will be people, but it's not right. And, and that, what if what if what what if it starts taking to the streets and people feel that they can abuse you to your face? Then what do you do in that situation happening. then?
3: There a man got flung in the in the river. Another couple were getting stabbed last week. It's happening. That they beat up a little black boy that was recorded on, on um Yes, it is raining. <laughs> it's the English word.
2: Wow, I just looked in the, the so mirror sorry. there and saw that the rain was coming down, yeah.
3: So Do you I, know what that is? That's people's complaints falling back down to the floor.
2: Yeah. You've got to enjoy the sunshine, beautiful mm. people, because it won't be around for very long. Well, as we see, it's raining outside now. But, yeah, we, we just... As long as it's brick by brick, person by person, and as long as we are, are not being in that mindset mm-hmm. and that we are elevating and encouraging others... Mm-hmm that's that's where it's got to start it's yeah. got to start with us and uh, that's what this whole platform yes it is a black run radio station and I think it's amazing that we have something that's ours because a lot of the things that have been ours just get Take taken away yeah. or oh, no, no we give it away mm. so let's just embrace that we were talking about Lewis Hamilton and his great achievements and really just got to big him up because the black man in the, the, the races come on that's a very expensive sport, you know yeah it is but he managed to get there. he managed to get there, and it's his eighth british Grand Prix victory, and it was on home soil yet they' still not, they're still not happy about it, so just continue pressing forward if you whatever endeavors that you are um looking towards gaining, keep pressing forwards and don't worry about what people say because if we did worry about pe- what people say then we we wouldn't get anything done mm. So high five to Lewis Hamilton. Big, big high five. And just to keep on going, if you're out there trying to, to um, do something for yourself, then by all means, don't worry about what people have to say. And with that being said, I think we'll just go to a quick um, break leash.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, so we'll see y'all in five. And that was the sound of the Eternal there featuring Luther Vandross. Oh, Yeah. The only one. Okay, so Lily, Yeah. We were asking the question at the top of the show. Should parents be held responsible for the crimes of their children? What's your thoughts on that?
3: I think this is a
2: difficult question to mm. answer.
3: Yeah. Because in some instances, I think, yes, parents should be held responsible. but in so, But in some instances, I think... Some children just are not... Or some parents are not able to be responsible for their children's actions. Like, they're not aware Mm. of what they... They've put everything in place to support the children. They've put... They're trying their best to raise decent children. Yeah. And sometimes, you know things that are detrimental to the child, poisonous people get infiltrated into that child's life mm. and it's very difficult to draw children out when you're their parent, they don't want to listen to you. Yeah, because comes a
2: point when they, they don't listen to the parents, they start listening to their peers mm. or start listening to, like you said, other voices which they feel are reason. But mm. as a parent, you uh, this is a parent that's not a bad example because we have parents that are good examples and parents that are are possibly bad examples mm. and it's very difficult to define the line of I, I personally i was reading the article that we got it from it was um it's an organization let me get the the magazine And it's a really great organisation for young people. They do need lots of donations and stuff on this Mm -hmm. um, site. They're called um, insidesuccess.co.uk. And it's a great magazine that's written by young people for young people. And um, this article, it asks a question. It says, there's no secret that teens do break the law thinking they're basically invincible Mm. and we know that don't we (laughs) young people think that oh yeah no nothing Nothing can touch me me. and that's that we couldn't be furthest from the truth in that sense because when they engage in things such as underage drinking vandalism possession of illegal substances which all of which i'm sure they know is is not right Mm. they still pursue possibly a life of that my question is and it was um
3: my brother that brought this to my attention the other day when i made a comment about something and in certain countries where certain things are not seen as taboo like you know alcohol um sex Mm. drugs things like that are not seen as a taboo their crime rates are much lower okay and it's because they're a lot more open with their children. So the reason this came about was I made a comment about my um, six-year-old being taught about the human anatomy in school. And uh, my brother was like, yeah, yeah, um, we've te- taught our son about that already. And he's younger than my um, oldest. Right. By about four years. And it made me think, and then they made the comment about in Amsterdam, children are taught about, about sex in, like, kindergarten to so mm. nursery and their um underage pregnancy rate and things like that are very very low mm. and it's because in those countries i mean everyone knows what amsterdam's known for in those countries those things aren't seen as a taboo they're seen as this is a part of life yeah, this so Yes, this is enjoyable it's there you know yeah. and they understand what it's for why people do it and the, therefore those kind of things are not a problem in those yeah. countries And it made me think, with this question, is it the parents' responsibility, is it because we try and put our children in a cotton wool, wrap them up in bubble wrap and a cloud and make everything try and seem so perfect and, oh, they'll learn it when they learn it at that older age... Is that what can sometimes push children to experiment, push children to listen to their peers and push children to be involved in these criminal activities? Yeah. Because they haven't had that open... Like... Not raw, but that conversation with their parents without it
2: seeming like it's a problem. It's a bit like in France, they allow the youngsters to have a glass of wine. Yeah, and they've got a very, very low alcoholic rate. Yeah, because it's 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 part of the culture. Whereas yeah. I guess in places like the Western culture, yeah. America, um, UK, New Zealand, that like you said, things aren't available in that way. We don't sit down and drink wine with your six-year-old at yeah. the table. Maybe you would, I don't know, but um, that so thus it becomes something that's oh yeah. you know oh let me try this out, let me try that out, and then it can lead down to you know Explain. again with peers if your peers are doing these kind of things then then you're more than likely to follow mm. your peer group but that's not down to the parents I don't think it's the parents fault. I do think the, it's down the, the parents of, in that instance though yeah but what if you're when you send them to school you can't you don't have control over their peer group you don't have control with. over their peer
3: group but you have control over knowing of, of having that relationship with your child where they know that there are certain things that are acceptable and certain things that aren't. Like, when we grew up, okay, we never really had that sort of relationship where we'd come and tell you everything, but mm. we still had common sense. Or we still had an understanding, or maybe it was out of fear, I don't know, that we would do certain things, but we wouldn't do others. But <laughs> then you just wouldn't my... say.
2: Or, or you no, you seriously, would would
3: we wouldn't... Would... No, you're <laughs> But what I'm trying to say is other friends that I had who were very open with their parents almost never got in trouble. They were were not the sort of people that would go and break the law and do you know what I mean? So I do think it's important to have that relationship where they can have open communication. Mm. Because let's be honest, when you smuggle something, the more it fights back. If you hold it... What is going gonna eventually pass out or die but like if you hold a pillow over someone's face they yeah. start lashing out at you and obviously the consequence of that is going to be detrimental to them and if even you but Ooh. initially you are lashing back you're fighting back yeah so if you are mothering a child and oh, no we don't need to know about that yet and no 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 we don't do this and no you can't have no wine and da, da, da. then they're gonna look at those things and think well why
2: yeah yeah but we're looking at parents being held responsible for the crimes of their children okay so we've spoken on peer groups yeah smothering children but does it come to a point okay you've smothered that child and you've not taught them about certain things so does it come to a point that they don't know what's right and what's wrong then no they do know what's right i think
3: though when it comes to responsibility it depends on the type of parent you are as well yeah. Because there
2: are other parents that are
3: ridiculously liberal and just let their child do anything and then those children go and burglarize someone and they say, No, not my Johnny. Yeah. Those uh, parents should be held responsible for their children's crimes, yes. Because the thing is, but still really. Yes. Mm. Because if if you can't even accept that your child has done something wrong, yeah. you're irresponsible.
2: Because that means that the child won't be accountable. Exactly. They won't look at the
3: accountability of the actions that they've They've done. Exactly. So the parents should be held responsible for that child's actions. Mm. Because they're looking at you and thinking, well, if you don't even think it's wrong, then why am I getting in trouble for it?
2: Yeah. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? What do you think? Are parents to blame for the actions of their children? Should they be responsible for the crimes of their children? Give us a call. 07 that's 07895 134713. And if you're not in the chat room, come along and join us and join in on the conversation. So, uh, uh, me personally, then, so we spoke a few weeks ago um, highlighting about the age of uh, the age where youngsters can be arrested. Mm-hmm. And the youngest age was 10 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case, if it's 10, is a 10 year old. Um, understanding of, or in his right mind, to know what a crime is and what a crime isn't. Do you know how I answer this
3: question? If a 10-year-old cannot legally make a medical decision for themselves, why are
2: they legally a criminal? Because that's what the government say, that they can be arrested at 10. But this is what I'm saying. Mm. If you're
3: going to have one rule for one, if you're saying a child is someone under the age of 14, cannot make... A medical decision that means they're not legally competent to understand certain procedures and processes why are we saying that that same age can legally understand I'm being devil's advocate here because mm. you should know right from wrong but why are we saying that that same age can legally be held accountable for
2: shoplifting when their 16 year old friend is doing it But you must know that if you go into a shop and take something, that it's not the right thing to do, Leish. But their
3: 16-year-old friend is doing it. It's a laugh. They thought it was a bit of fun. They didn't realise that they're going to get in trouble for it. Come on. Like baby. it it says there, children think that they're gonna get away with it. That's the point. As a yeah. as a twelve year old or a ten year old, mm. oh yeah, my friend's in secondary school and he does it all the time and he never gets caught and oh that must mean it's alright, the person doesn't say anything.
2: They're gonna follow in that person's footsteps. But if they know that they never get caught, then they, they must have that idea that it's wrong to go in a shop and just no, take something because that's painful. They it.
3: could be seeing it as a bit of fun. They don't know the severity of their actions. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that as a as a 10, 11, 12, 13 year old, do they understand the yeah. severity of their actions the same way like do they understand the medical procedure that you're about to have? No, because your parent needs to sign this off. So do you legally understand the repercussions mm. of your actions? At 10? Or do you just think my 16-year-old friend that I look up to as a big brother is so fun, I'm just going to go and kick about with him for for a couple of hours, and they so happened to rob a sweet shop, and he was there, guilty by association. Rob
2: a sweet shop. No,
3: I know. I see you using it as an adult, though. But a child doesn't understand... The repercussions of those actions,
2: or just by guilty being by with association, a yeah, because that is that's a whole other kind of ball as well, isn't it? That you can be guilty just through the the peers or the friendships that you have. But that ten year old will still get arrested. Is yeah. that is that is that fair?
3: Is that the parents' responsibility because they didn't know where the, where the child was? It go, it goes deep. This yeah. question this question can be answered in so many different ways. Mm. that you can say yes but then how do you justify yourself saying yes and you can say no but how do you justify no the parent's not responsible but the parent doesn't know where their child is
2: so but surely should they be 10 help? years old a, a parent should have an idea of where their youngster is right that's what you would think mm. yeah what are your thoughts out there um chat room crew uh yeah where where do we draw the line when it comes to parent being responsible and the child be re- responsible for their actions. Because the article highlights is they can engage in underage drinking, vandalism, also possession um, and under the influence of drugs. But then some young people commit, mu- commit much bigger crimes, such as felonies, breaking and entering into a house, grand theft, auto and even murder and rape. Because there are very young children that have killed their parents. That have done various other things. Mm. So, are they in their right mind when they do that, or are they not in their right mind when they do that? I, oh, I have a hard time with that one because I, I understand
3: that there are some. There was one I was watching because we you know I don't watch the crime channel. And there's one I was watching the other day where the young boy, um, young boy, young girl stabbed their mom to death. Mm. And it was a moment of, oh, you make me so angry, and they just grabbed and did that action right
2: right so
3: was it the in that moment that angry? no it wasn't the mum's fault but in that moment of rage that child is not is not able to understand what they're doing they're lashing out their mum not realizing that actually you
2: are gonna do this your mum's gonna be gone mm-hmm. i understand okay let's let's have a listen we're gonna get Take this call. Hello.
1: Good evening, ladies. Good evening. <laughs> hey there. You hey, JKB. Yeah, fabulous show as always. Thank you. Some lo- lo- lovely details, some facts, fun facts as well. Word of the day. Great. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna just briefly. I won't keep, keep take too much of your time because I know you got, might have other, other people waiting to call, but. I think, as parents, we have to instill some kind of moral compass in them, mm. uh, some some moral direction, some understanding of what what's right and wrong. Um, I agree with Alicia. Sometimes, emotionally, um, educationally, they may not understand everything that's happening to them. Yeah, but, uh, for, uh, but at the same time, if we're instilling some kind of moral compass in them, there's some points, wherever with, 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 with situation they may be, wherever who they're with. They have to take on some responsibility. Mm. Um, I, how much responsibility they have to take on de- is depending on what what the crime is yeah. and, and what's happened. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes, like you said, Lisa said it's guilty by association. So sometimes they're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But who's then the wrong person. Why,
2: yeah. But why
1: are they re- with the wrong person? Mm. Why? Are they- they're wrong wrong people. But again, it's down to the moral compass that we instill as parents. And unfortunately, sometimes the moral compasses that we're instilling in in our kids are not always directing them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So as much as the child has to take responsibility, and and I do agree, whatever situation they end up, they have to take some responsibility. I think those who are listening to this show need to look at, as parents, we got to look at ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and say, okay, all right, they might have ended up in a situation, but how has the moral compass and directions that I'm trying to to direct them in, how have I managed that? Mm. How have I instilled that? And that's something we need to reflect on. Um, Going on what's been said in the the conversation so far, I think that's very important that we do reflect on what you're saying because it's so important, so important.
2: Yeah, so as as parents, Mm -hmm. as parents then... You've instilled a moral compass into your child. They, they um, perceive that they understand what's right and what's wrong. And then they uh-huh. go out and commit a crime. Uh-huh. Let's say they go and help their friend burglarize a house, for instance. Uh-huh. You've instilled uh-huh. that moral compass. Uh-huh. Would it then still be the parent? Should the parent still be to blame because that no, no, child has no. made that
1: choice? Well, no, it's just something that you just said. It's, it's perceived it's what the child's perceived as the moral compass because we can tell kids things but the way they perceive it might be different yeah because because they're not just listening to our voice now you're we're we're now saying that they're living listening to other people's voices and that's why they that particular young person's got into that situation by burglarizing his house he might he might have perceived what you're saying but then what he's perceiving from his friend sounds a lot better
2: yeah okay
1: Okay. You, you know what I'm saying so. The yeah. difference between what a child perceives and what they actually understand, mm-hmm. we have to that has to be clarified. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what has parents. That's what we need to 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 to, to, to push down in them mm-hmm. that there is a difference between what what people are perception and, and what you should understand. Mm-hmm. What they should understand is what what I'm trying to say. That's the moral compass that mm-hmm. we're trying to to instill in them is the understanding.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Because for every situation, there's not always a black and white. It, there's always a narrative within a situation, but it's not always clear. Mm. So true. It's not always going to be clear. So, mm. and and that's the and that's what we need to, as parents, we need to be clear on. Um we don't want it just to perceive what we're saying, but we really clearly want them to understand.
2: Yes. Thank you so much for calling, KJB. It, thank
1: you. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time and thank you for having me on. Enjoy, You know, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show now. Enjoy. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> See you, thank you soon. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Yeah. I know it's all, well, you know, obviously I've got quite young children, so I'm not even at the stage where, you know, yes, the the... I see certain children's behaviours rubbing off on on um, my little girls sometimes and I make statements. I'm like, well, I can see such and such in my house. Like, you know, you do make statements, but then it's like what um, KJB said. We have to look at ourselves and I, f- I find this is sometimes where I fall short mm. in the sense that I have got a bit of fire in me when it comes to when I don't get listened to, I can get frustrated quite easily, especially when you're tired and you're just, you just want things to go how you have said they need to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But as the children grow older, I can't have that fire. Well, I can have the fire, but I can't have that you must listen to me mentality and I'm going to talk and you're going to listen. Because if I'm always talking, then I'm never hearing what they have to say. And if you can't hear what they have to say, like what dad said, you will never learn whether they understand
2: what your meaning is. So it's about listening more and having discussions, having discussions about who their friends are, mm. having discussions like the 10, these days I don't think much 10 year olds will go out there on their own, but I'm just making that assumption because possibly they do. And they can end up in whatever situation, dependent on the people that they're hanging out with, dependent on now we've got the six weeks holidays coming up and youngsters get bored and we do see a rise, There's a rise in, in crime, crime at this at this stage um, throughout the, the six weeks. I
3: don't, I don't think that's a parent's problem either. I think that's a... Um, a governmental right. problem where there's nothing for these young people to do yeah. but the parents have to go to work they can't I book hold the, the whole six weeks listener, off, please. off on holiday yeah. you know to, to look after their children but there's not a lot of programmes in place mm. that will help support parents because yeah. it's not I'm not talking about single parents I'm talking about every single parent as well Yeah, that wants to still support their children but the have they had to go to work.
2: Yeah, oh, sorry, caller. Um, please, we call were just, please call back. Please we call back. We're just holding the line and just finishing off that the thoughts um, on what we were were saying. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's right this it's a it's a struggle. I think it's a struggle, especially in the holidays, um,
3: the holiday season where it, some children are content at home. Some. Mm. Some youngsters are content being in the house playing PlayStation all day, you know. Where where Some others want to get out and go and play with their their friends. Yeah,
2: and that that's that's the the thing, isn't it? That it just and I think it's a lot of parents are out working. Yeah. At the same time, so I mean, latchkey kids going home they're yeah. at home all day by themselves, yeah. and they can get themselves into a bit of a bind situation because. The parents aren't around to kind of um, oversee what they're doing, and hence they may get themselves into a bit trouble.
3: But even still, so as well, if you don't have that open communication with your child, yeah, and instead of then calling and saying, Oh, mum, I'm just popping to my friend's house, mm. or I'm just gonna go and go do a bit of shopping, there is no communication because they don't feel comfortable talking
2: to you. So they've told you, and they'll you a just ruse. go out of the
3: house. Not even they've told you, a ruse, they've told you nothing, yeah, they just leave the house and go and do what they want
2: Mm. so we're asking um, people or listeners we're asking you should parents be held responsible for the crimes of their children and we still (laughs) obviously haven't reached any form of conclusion because Mm. I I think the article makes a really good point when it comes to conclusions on the matter and it says it's a major problem um, that um, young people becoming adults never being held accountable. So it's the accountability and helping them to understand the accountability. Like you said, oh, not my Johnny. Mm. Well, Johnny should have recognised. You should have said, oh, Johnny, did you do that? And then he should have been accountable for his actions.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I also feel like this article is a bit biased because it ends by saying it's not the parent's responsibility. Mm. So it's almost like, is it asking the question to make the statement or is it being... Because it is, I'm sorry, it is some parents' responsibility. If you, if your children are are doing certain things, and the, the example you're setting as well makes a big difference, if you're going out there grafting the working hard and then your children are seeing that and you're instilling those, you know, good morals, like Dad was saying, in those children and they still choose to rebel, mm-hmm. then you've done all you can to make, you know, to not lead your children down that line. But... If you have been that parent that's not really bothered, oh, yeah, you can do what he wants, she can do what she wants and you're kind of not really doing much of yourself and they're just going to see... The the children are going to see that and they're not going to know... They aren't going to be able to tell what is what is right and what isn't right because you've not definitively helped them see by your own actions... Mm-hmm.
2: What good paths are and what bad paths are And remember we, we are talking from the point of A parent that's Hi caller Try to do the right thing Yeah, hi caller Hi there girl, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, what are you saying, sis, you're right.
2: Yes, my dear what are, your yeah. points on, what are your points on the The, um, the question We're
0: really here properly
2: and everything anyway, so.
0: What's that? i really? <clears throat> oh, we're a little bit behind
2: yeah, yes, turn your radio down. We'll just have a conversation, then we'll turn it back up because we, we are delayed. <laughs> there will be a delay. Yes, yeah, so your points on that question about parents being accountable for the, the crimes of their children.
0: Well, I mean, I don't really think they should be. Um, mm. Parents should be held accountable. Like, um, in some cases, yeah, you know, if you're, if you're growing up in a house where Fred let. Fred West lives or something like that, then, you know, there's more chance that, you know, you're going to have, you know, certain issues from the beginning. Yeah. Your, your parents have been telling you that, you know, um, you know, your daughter's under the under the pavement, under the page stones or whatever, mm. the time you, you know, that's not really a positive input of a parent in the end. But like um, really and truly, um, parents, yeah, mm-hmm. responsibility is to bring their children up from a young age, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And children go through stages, mm-hmm. yeah. They go through stages where you lift them up, you play with them, you tickle them, you you know um, run up and down with them, and then it comes to stage they go to school, yeah. Yeah. School is where they're schooled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and basically, you know, the teachers and everything, it depends what class the teachers are in, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it depends on the teacher as well, would it not? I mean, if they yeah, what class the kids are in, you know, yeah, the kid, yeah.
0: Likes, the kid likes that teacher, um, mm-hmm. and they got a good report, the kid tends to do a lot better, yeah. You know? Um, any good parent would try and work with teachers and that, anyway, absolutely. Yeah. Work with them, and um, they'll try. And you know, if there's an issue or whatever, you can get you can get past it. But mm. you know, um, children have got a lot to face these days.
2: Yeah,
0: mm. you know, they're they're really kind of um, you know. It's a different time, isn't it? It's a
2: different time
0: yeah, for them. It's a totally, it's, to- it's a very totally different time
2: mm.
0: when we grew up. I mean, even when we grew up, it was still. You know, it was, it was, it was very challenging. Yeah. But, you know, we had, we had a lot of things to do. We had, you know, we've done a lot of um, activities. We just, we was a lot more adventurous. We mm. never just had a computer to go home and sit down to. Not saying that that's what kids do. Mm. I'm all for computers. I'm all for phones and everything. But I believe that with everything you have to kind of. It's
2: a balance, uh, isn't it?
0: have moderation with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm it yeah. like, I'm all for it. But what I'm not for is the parents that are like, your kid ain't got a phone. Do you mean <laughs> your kid ain't got a phone? What? Yeah. What, it's yeah. phone, this, that? No, no. This is where the parents, this is where the parents' jobs do come in, you know what I mean? Like, mm. where, and communication, especially, you know, most kids ain't got parents. They only got a parent, you know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. You know, it's a lot for a mother or a father, you know, who's just going out and looking after their children and yeah. um you know, trying to make ends meet and you know, they've got to juggle, you know. Yeah. It's really it help with you know, it don't just take a mother and a father or it takes a family to it's a village, build
2: a isn't it? It takes yeah. a village as they, they, yeah. they always
0: have, say. You know, and this is where, you know, um sometimes we might feel alone like oh, can I ask my brother, can I ask my sister? But, you know, this is where, you know, everybody has to come together, especially in this time here,
2: Absolutely. This time, and it's even going
0: Because the kids now, they're going for a totally different side. Mm. Like, mm. I, I, don't even, I don't get it. I'm confused myself <laughs> as an adult. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. What these kids have had to endure, right? So... This again is where the parents take control. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not the news. It's not the TV. It's not the influences of. You know what I mean? This is when, when you're at home. This is, this is the most important time. Child, mm-hmm. oh, you understand? Yeah. Right. Even tell them because there's teachers out there, yeah, that bully kids, that mm-hmm. bully them, mm-hmm. and do all kinds of. So the children have got so much obstacles to face. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: I hear you,
0: I hear you. And, um, yeah, but ladies, lovely show and everything. I don't know, I can't even hear myself. You're sounding
2: good, you're sounding good. Don't worry, <laughs> you know, it will go up on, you the, you go up on YouTube, you can Let get me. the replay. Yeah. All right, but, my darling. Uh,
0: we have to, you know, we have to, as a family, I yeah, understand, it's not just your parents and no. whatever, everyone has to look out for their nephews mm. and nieces. You know what I mean? Grandparents, great-grandparents, whatever, you know what I mean? We have Absolutely. to at each other, you understand? And keep strong together and, you know, don't be disillusioned Ooh. by this confusion that's going on. Mm. You I know mean? Yeah. Two weeks ago, you know, football was on, nobody weren't talking about, nothing else, you know mm. what I mean? Right? But now, nah, cases are rising, whatever, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But everybody... One love and I don't know how Sandy
2: you doing. You sound amazing. Thank you so much for your call, gal. <laughs> <now. laughs> Thanks so bye. much for your call. Speak bye. you soon. Bye, bye. Bye. And it's right. It's 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 really about the the schooling has a lot to do with it mm. in the sense of having that communication with the teachers, mm. all that kind of stuff that's going on mm. in order to know it's, it's about the parents knowing what their youngsters are up to mm. and really supporting them in in the things that they're doing yeah you know not, sometimes like I said it's not parents it's a parent mm. that has to deal with everything and that can be quite overwhelming as well yeah there's a lot of um, single parents out there trying to do their best to raise their kids mm. and it's it's a tough, tough call. Mm. And
3: and this is where there's one, one
2: um, of my friends that I just,
3: I admire her so much. Mm. Um, She had her son quite young, was quite young. And as a mother, I think she's just, as a person, I think she's an amazing, amazing woman. And she had to make such a difficult decision with her son because of, like um, what Uncle Gary was saying, how the era and the, the time that we're living in, especially with our young black boys, you know, there's mm. so much um, against them sometimes that she had to make the decision that was best for her, for her family, and for her child. And you know, he could have he could turn around one day and say, "Well, you did this and mm. blah blah blah." But because she is so open with him and so her. I see their communication their relationship them as mother and son
2: yeah
3: is so beautiful Speaking of myself on. yeah um I Sorry. I, I can't I, okay yeah um, <laughs> as a yeah they I just I just see him being very appreciative of what she's she's done for him and that's where as parents we have to kind of see the other examples of people who they've not struggled but they've made challenging decisions and those are the parents that any when the child acts however they act you can never turn around and say that's the parents fault because every single decision that they make is with that child in mind their children in mind yeah and i think that's where where we can say is it the parents fault have you been that parent that everything everything you do is with your child in mind every every time you discipline them every time you reprimand them every time you praise them every time you say no not my johnny is it with them in mind in the sense that it's you know it's the best decision that you can make for them yeah
2: because then those parents they cannot be blamed for their children's and thoughts. it does come to a point that the choice of the child or the adolescent, or the young person is the choice of that yeah. individual. So, no, Gary's right. Um, parents shouldn't be blamed for the... And the, people make mistakes as well. We've got to mm. think and see, like you said, the, temper, the 10-year-old that was in the shop with a friend that shoplifted mm. and was guilty by association. That's a mistake of him choosing that person as a friend, as a peer, mm. because that per- then they've got that, got got their friend into trouble just by being in association with them. Mm. So it's it's again, going back to what um, Kenny said about the moral compass, instilling that in your child and knowing that they understand it Mm. in order to make the right choices Mm. for themselves in the future. Unfortunately, some youngsters make the wrong choices, Mm. make the wrong friends, and that can have repercussions. But I think we could resoundingly say, unless a parent coerces... Their, their child into some form of crime, he says, come and son, do this together, then that's when they're accountable. That's when a parent should be blamed. Whereas on the other hand, maybe parents have set bad examples, but there are some youngsters that come from... Very good backgrounds. Good backgrounds mm. and have come from bad backgrounds and still make something of themselves and don't repeat the actions of their, their parents. Mm. So, you know, I, I have to resoundingly, resoundingly say No. It's not the parents fault unless they're coerced by the parents to do wrongdoing. Yeah. And dependent maybe on the age. So maybe 10 year olds are not so morally sound. But yeah, that's, that's my decision. And that's my opinion and my choice to say, no, Mm -hmm. it's not down to the parents.
3: I don't completely agree, <laughs> but we know that we don't always agree on everything on this yes. show um, because we one. have an opinion. But yes. I think I, I hear what you're saying. I just think there are some times when, um, no, the parent is to blame, mm. isn't to blame, sorry. But then there are those times when you have to, you know, stop and look at the parent and be like, well, you kind of set them up to go down that road. To route, fail. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I it's not a hundred percent yes. It's not mm. 100%, no. it's a hundred percent
2: no. It's a. It's a. bit like Ted Bundy. I was of thinking a... of that in that example. He had a good raising. No, he didn't. He didn't. All his right. His mom lied to him. From the, from his mom what lied to him?
3: Lied to him from the bro because he b- was raised to believe that the man was the man that raised him was his father. Right. And this is in no way <laughs> condoning the behavior of such a evil person when he found out that that man that he thought was his father wasn't his father yeah. and when he found out that actually my mum doesn't actually know who my dad is or it could possibly be my granddad it's almost like a switch went off in his head and, and the women that he went for were being punished for his mum's lies
2: so again it was his choice We'll see y'all in five. (laughs) We always catch you, Lily, singing on the the microphone, Uh, holding that long, 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 long note. (laughs) Amazing, we lost Bill Withers last year. And, um, yeah, yes, he passed away last year. We lost a lot of um, uh, great people last year. So, Lily, what does the 10X rule say?
3: The 10X rule says... No, it's not on. It's on. The ten X rule says Have big goals and dreams. Mm. Successful people dream big and have immense goals. They are not realistic. They leave that to the mass to the masses who fight for leftovers. The second question of the 10X rule asks How big are your goals and dreams? The middle class are taught to be realistic, whereas the successful think in terms of how excessively they can spread themselves. The greatest regret of my life is that I initially set targets and goals based on what was realistic rather than on giant radical thinking. Big think changes the world. It is what makes Facebook, Twitter, Google or whatsoever comes next. Realistic thinking, small goals and trivial dreams simply won't provide you with any motivation and they'll land you smack dab in the middle of competing with the masses.
2: So mm. guess the big goal here we could say is to raise our youngsters to be good up standing citizens whatever that is.
3: That's not a big goal. That's a realistic goal. That's
2: realistic. So
3: the the big goal yeah. would be that our children, our next generation mm. are the ones that bring about all the change. Yeah. And all these um moments of what, when football and Lewis Hamilton they're eradicating it. Mm. Yeah. Because to being that change. That change is a big, big, big arcs. Mm. But, you know, we're it's not, I don't think it's
2: impossible. Like I said, it's each individual one by one by one. Mm-hmm. And we can't be there all the time for our kids. We don't know what they're doing all the time. We don't mm-hmm. know where they are all the time. But to have the, the thought and the idea that whatever decisions and choices they make that they are going to be that change in the world yeah that makes that difference yeah yeah we we want to be that change in that, the world that makes a difference mm. and be the best possible person we can be in any given moment mm. yeah yeah i agree so i think yeah so i think that's a good goal to have to be better than we were today that we are greater tomorrow yeah so um in the chat room or the chat box, Gal, Gal has highlighted that um, you do your best, but many lessons to learn on the life journey. Mm. And that's so true. There are so many lessons to learn as well. Out Coming from good, um, want to be bad. So sometimes youngsters, they come from good families, but they choose the wrong, yeah. The wrong path. yeah, You know? And uh, were there any others earlier? I like that word. If you
3: know your history, you will know where you're coming from. Mm. So we always say we never look back, do we, unless we're going to evaluate where we're going to. And it's true. If you know where you came from, mm-hmm. um, then your journey ahead can be a bit clearer. You know, this is where I've been. This is where I don't really want to go back to. And this is where I'm going to be mm. looking forward. And then... Um, Nana says, "Guan, my family training the youth takes a village. It does with a positive, with positive teachers, and this is very true. Ooh. And I want to shout out. I don't know if she's listening today. I want to say a big congratulations to Jill, whose daughter got a head of year twelve job today. Oh, well done! So she got a lovely promotion there. Another one of our um beautiful black sisters leading the youth." There you and go. being very, very supportive in her yeah. new job role as well.
2: And Jackie Gold, she's very good in that regard as well when it comes to education. Mm. Um, Gold, Jay Gold is the the platform that she's on and she's an amazing educator as well. So kudos to everyone that's trying to elevate it uh, up, to elevate our youngsters, to become their greatest and better selves as mm. well. And that's what it is. It's us being in positions that can help our youngsters to to grow and to have that that mindset for success. And the thing is, I think a lot of our youngsters do. Mm. A lot of our youngsters do. So never think that that we are a minority because it's a majority yes, it of us that are raising some really level-headed young um people and um sometimes sometimes our little ones make mistakes, mm. but we still have to be supporting them even in the mistakes maybe that they've made to still be greater and come out looking with a positive um, trail of thought and mindset as well. Yes. So just one more thought. And Phil Baxter, he says it's difficult. It's a difficult one. Certainly good parenting can affect children's thinking. If the parents give a bad example or just don't care, they could be blamed. If they take responsibility and do their best, it isn't fair to blame them except maybe if they don't seek help if they can't cope. So it's coping, like we spoke of, yeah. single parents and so forth. But some single parents do amazingly as well. You spoke on some your friend. Some two-parent households can't cope. So. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we'll yeah. leave it with you listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, following me will be DJ Larrow from 8 till 10. Please check the schedule. Um, Charlie Muir and D- Darnell, the therapist, on tomorrow evening. Um, yes we've had lovely time with you thank you callers for calling in and thank you for always supporting us as well Mm -hmm. Um, chat room crew tuning crew uh, worldwide crew and even you silent listeners out there Um, we thank you so much for your support and I guess all we have left to say we will see y'all on the other other side. side take care